My name's Owen. I'm the Dungeon Master of our Return of the Giants campaign. Um, hey guys, um, I'm Jared. I'm playing the character of Crassus uh, Antares, a Astral Elf Wizard. Hi everybody, I'm Michael. I'm playing Tetra Aeonite, a Circle Stars Druid. Hi, my name's Claire. I am playing Naudis, or Now, who is a Dwarven Forged Fighter. Uh, hi, I'm Ali, and I'm playing Lyra, the Eldering Druid. Hi, I'm Matt. I'm playing Niall Silverman, the Monk uh, Owlman. Hello! Hey, hello, everyone. Hello. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Lost Archives. My name is Owen, and we are playing Return of the Giants, our homebrew 5th edition D&D campaign. Joining me tonight are most of the players. <laughs> Obviously, for those of you who can see the cameras, you can see Ali and Dave uh, on and active. Jared is joining us tonight, but unfortunately, every time you think I'm going to say Return of the Jedi, <laughs> it's tempting. Um, I almost I almost have said that once or twice. Um, Jared is here tonight. You will have heard his lovely voice just then, but unfortunately, Jared's knee is causing some grief once again. So Jared is no camera. We're hoping that, um, hoping that being in a more comfortable uh, prone position will mean that your leg is not, um, not causing you some grief, Jared. So... Um, camera camera off for tonight we'll keep you hopefully keep you yes. nice and safe and immobile <laughs> well, i talked to steph she's bought some chains from bunning she's on her way back um it's all going to be sorted in a minute don't worry i know this sounds a bit alarming to be honest <laughs> but, on the but, rack yeah <laughs> like a good and time. then we've we've also organized um a a uh, very large brace that's mostly composed of um, lawnmower blades that we're going to use to kind of like strap your leg in position. I hope that's okay. I got inspiration watching this movie called Saw 3. Um, I don't know, it seems like a medical film, so I'm hoping it works out well for you. Right, well, th this is most um, alarming, to be honest. Oh, oh no, so I need it. I want I want it to be comforting. This, this has backfired terribly. I... I how am I going to make this up to you, Jared? I'm not sure. Just, um, <laughs> I think I might just, uh, oh, oh, actually, uh, the connection's going a bit spotty. Sorry, just let me uh, just. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Um, now, obviously, um, Claire and Michael won't be joining us tonight. Unfortunately, they are still away for the next couple of weeks. Um, Matt is on his way. He's just running a little bit late, so we will have Matt joining us really, really soon. And I am pleased to announce our new full cast member. I was going to kind of do this whole like slow build surprise, but I think I'm happy to announce it because uh, those of you who've been listening to the other sessions, I've already, I've already kind of like spoiled a little bit. Simon, who was one of the original players of the Tyranny of Dragons campaign, is going to be returning to join us for the Return of the Giants campaign. Um, he is working on his character concept right now. I don't want to give too much away but his inspiration was Ash Ketchum from Pokemon. <laughs> and it turns out there is a subclass of Druid perfectly designed for a Pokemon trainer, um, which is going to be lots and lots of fun. So he will be uh, finishing off the last of his character design over the next couple of days. I will then do the character artwork. You'll see it released on social media, um, our 
on our uh, Discord, uh, Twitter, and I'll chuck it up on the Art Station page as well, and we'll introduce his character next session. Unfortunately, didn't get everything quite ready in time for tonight, uh, and he's uh, ended up working a little bit later tonight, but he will be joining us next session. Um, so that'll be really, really exciting. And it'll depend how we introduce him and bring him in will all depend on what you three do tonight. And then when Matt joins us, what you four do tonight, that will be the decider. So at this point, I've told Simon that um, don't write too much of a backstory because we don't know how we're going to bring you in just yet. <laughs> so we'll... How quickly we'll... can we derail things? It's the Lost Archives. Uh, we have to be on the rails to begin with and often that's a bit of a task. <laughs> so we'll it's see. interesting. I'd... Yeah. Sorry, okay. I was just going to say that observations, we were losing the two druid setup we had and now we're gaining it back. I know. We Isn't destined to have two druids. <laughs> destined to have double druid, the double D, <laughs> double druids. It's, it's very funny, actually. It's um, look, To be fair, though, druid is one of the most versatile classes that you can play in 5th edition D&D. Um, and in terms of like subclass uh, versatility and, and the, the power of each of the subclasses, there's really not a bad druid subclass apart from um, Circle of the Land. Uh, <laughs> but all the other druid subclasses are all pretty equally amazing. Obviously, Moon Druid stands at the top as the champion of all druids in terms of OP. <laughs> but in terms of flavor and general power, I would say that pretty much all the other druids are pretty much like immediately after Moon Druid. Like, unlike other classes where there's often some like really clear subclasses that are a bit more powerful than others, I get the, I, I don't know. I just personally from running D&D and from playing a couple of different types of Druids, I do feel like Druids are actually one of the better, like they're one of the better design classes for fifth edition. It's going to be interesting to see with uh, one D&D what they do to Druids because they took a look at Warlocks, which again, I actually thought Warlocks were pretty well set up in fifth edition D&D. I actually thought they had a pretty good role. Uh, one D&D looked at Warlocks and went, we're going to take away everything that makes you good and just take it off you. So Warlocks in one d and I'm hoping they do a bit of a rewrite. To be honest, though, can't say I'm super excited for one D&D. Probably won't even. Not looking forward to it. Nah, I don't think I'm we're hoping we're just going to stay on 5e. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think we will. And I think I've also, I've said a number of times, the reason that we also switched Return of the Giants to Homebrew was that if... Uh, the stuff with all the um, OGL and everything like that, or, or Hasbro trying to do some other dark, dark, annoying stuff in the future, we would just jump ship onto a brand new system. Uh, I'm happy to announce that if we do jump ship onto a new system, we are very much set up for it. And Project Black Flag, uh, which is the new COBOL press system, I've been looking at the stuff that's been coming out from it. If we were going to jump ship to a system and didn't want to learn anything new from 5th edition, <laughs> that would be the one because it is shamelessly <laughs> very similar to 5th edition D&D. That's, um, it's, yeah, it, it would not be a hard transition. We would just have to relearn some words and that would really be it for the most part. Um, so it's like there's a lot of new stuff they're introducing that looks really cool. So we'd be able to implement a lot of really cool new things. But most of the main stuff we're doing now wouldn't really change, which is good news if we did want to jump ship. So we'll, it's not looking like we need to do that. Ooh, it looks jumping. like everything, yeah, it looks like the message was received <laughs> from, uh, from all the OGL stuff. So I don't think we're going to need to jump ship straight away, but good to know that we have that option if we need to, right? Like it's comforting to know that it's not going to be too much effort. Uh, in terms of other exciting news, um, Tears of the Kingdom is a fucking amazing game and I'm loving playing it. Um, I've almost finished the game uh, as of um, a couple of hours ago. I completed the very last shrine, so that is done. Uh, and the reward for completing all the shrines is actually pretty cool. I'm uh, 
pretty impressed with how good the uh, the reward is. I I have to say, for Breath of the Wild, when you got the armor set, the Of the Wild set, I didn't love it in terms of the aesthetics. I thought it was a really cool homage to Ocarina of Time and the old Heroes set. But I have to say, this new one is very different and very cool uh, aesthetically. And in terms of just sheer armor, <laughs> it's nuts. I think it's like 72 or like 82 defense with all three pieces with like because it's, it's a single set that equips all three slots it's just nuts <laughs> so uh, i'll definitely be using that in my uh my showdown with uh, ganondorf which is actually going to be the next thing that i'll be recording now that i've finished all the main quests so yeah look out for that that'll be coming every single day new episodes on youtube um is that 100 percent owen that you're, you're close to or is that oh god no like i'm not doing the core okay. absolutely fucking no way <laughs> I have no interest in finding uh, 900 pieces of golden poop to be granted one larger piece of golden poop. Yeah. So no, I won't be 100%ing, but I will be doing as many of the quests uh, that I can and I'll be unlocking all the depths as well. One of the big things I will do off camera um, is I will go to every light route and unlock all the depths. The reason I'm not going to do it on camera is that the reward for it is not worth it and it's not that interesting to watch me get on my hover bike go to the light route touch the light route get on my hover bike go to the next light route but um all of the quests things like that i have been recording so they are they are all up there uh in each episode the um the quest lines though so good so so good and the music i think that's the thing that i've been most like blown away by consistently is how good the music is and how many musical homages there are to past games like the um I got, a, I got a glimpse of the Skyward Sword theme today doing something and I, I, won't, I won't spoil it, but like just those like few notes of the Skyward Sword theme. I don't know. I just, it was like this moment of like, ah, oh, that was really cool. And then I kind of knew what to expect might be coming next. And sure enough, yeah, it was, it was really cool. It was really, really cool. I'm a big fan. I think the Nintendo sound design, especially those who work on Zelda is kind of unparalleled. I don't think there's many other game designers who are as good at sound design as uh, Legend of Zelda, the Legend of Zelda team. I think that'd be fair to say. Um, thank you, everybody, who came and joined us for Avatar Legends last night and our Curse of Strahd the previous night. It's been so lovely having you all here joining us live. But for those of you who haven't been catching it live, massive thanks uh, for jumping on and watching on YouTube or listening on your podcast platform. We actually hit 90,000 views on YouTube this morning. So huge thank you to everybody what? who's been... Yeah, I know. <laughs> so massive, massive what? thank you tonight for that. Um you're muted, sorry, Dave. Poor Dave. I think I think twenty-two thousand of them. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is the first Avatar episode? Yeah, twenty-two thousand. <laughs> yeah. People like Avatar. What can I say? Although, what's There's interesting? Eight thousand on the second one. So. Yeah. What's interesting is the the, the Avatar drop off is much more extreme than the D and D ones, which is quite funny. So. <laughs> I think that is that. Yeah. <laughs> which doesn't. Yeah, I mean, not like, sustainable. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, yes. <laughs> no, we have uh, no. It's it's. Oh, Brun, we have no. We have three players. We have three players right now. But our fourth Matt will be with us in a moment. We're just running. Uh, just running a little bit late. So uh, if if there it's not invisible. obvious, I am slightly stalling. <laughs> um, no, 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 it's not obvious at all. Um, I thought we were just having a lovely small chat. We are having a lovely small chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt closer, um, and I, I felt like we built rapport. Oh no, podcast edition. <laughs> <laughs> so um no so it's it thank you everybody who's been helping get those numbers up on youtube um massive massive thank you um that's fantastic we are edging closer every single day to that thousand subs on youtube 
super, super grateful for everyone who's hit that subscribe button. If you're one of the people listening who hasn't yet hit it, um, come and join the absolute legends who have hit that subscribe button. It's really easy. Just, just hit the button. Done. You finished. That's it. Uh, you don't even have to turn on notifications if you don't want to. The notification bell is absolutely optional, but the subscribe button uh, would love if you could hit it. And if you are feeling like an especial cool person and you want to hit the like button or leave a comment, that also helps tame the timorous beastie that be the YouTube algorithm. Um, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a tempestuous and uh, fickle master, but uh, with your help, we can tame it and bend it to our will. Uh, so that's uh, that's all from me. Let's do a recap and jump into our session. Unless there was any other fun news anyone had to share. Oh, Dave, do you want to show off your uh, your rog ally? Yeah. Go on, go on. I know you've been you've been keen as. I picked it up. I was um, the first one at the shop and the only one when I was there. Um, I pre-ordered them late May. It's it's a strange market, Australia, because we don't have the Steam Deck for those who are not around here. Um, and it's 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 different because the Steam Deck and the Switch are consoles or well, console likes. Yes, yeah. this is a full fledged Windows machine, so probably not recommended for you know people who did. Did you guys know that it's a problem in this day and age where like the younger people just don't know how to do file ex file systems? You know, because they're just so you, used to like Max with just the Finder. You know, you know, like like you know. File Explorer on Windows, you know, yeah. how you, you organize your folders and all that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a lost concept now. No, it's, it's like surely people, not. Uni, people are hitting uni that don't understand like file concepts. Just because, like, um, my dear fiance is one of those people, um, throw her under the bus. But, like, <laughs> I didn't know because, like, on the Mac, you just save stuff and you find it with Finder. And and likewise on your phones, everything's just in a surely black box schools of an app. aren't using Macs. I, look, I can I can speak for using Chromebooks, which are quite similar, right? Nah, most schools in Queensland and Brisbane were using like laptops because the I don't know if it was the state government. At least when I went through, it was all Windows. Yeah. I was Windows all the way. You're old, mate. Hate to tell you. Oh no, Chromebooks weren't a thing when we went through. Used um, macOS since uh, Snow Leopard, but I swear it had you know somewhat similar of a file system at least for like downloads documents like that you'd manually yeah. move things into but you can also still just yeah. use finder on like the search bar on any windows computer yeah 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 and, and that's, that's the thing that's that's what that's the trend and um universities are really having this issue now because it's like you know like how we distribute our files and stuff you need to kind of understand the file system yeah, so anyway long yeah. story short yeah um the rogue ally is an amazing piece of tech if you're an enthusiast or even a hobbyist but intermediate expert computer skills are probably the prerequisite it's not just something you can follow with the youtube tutorial if you really wanted to learn it's not something that you'd pick up and be playing within the next like hour of picking it up that's so if interesting you, if you don't know that's... how to use if you don't know how to use a windows like laptop you know what i mean so it like, kind of is how console they pitched gamers. it yeah, yeah, right. For console gamers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? it's like, the Linux I'm of talking handcuffs. about the. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, so, so funny. I'm talking about like the console games. Like you go home and you PlayStation, you do some updates and you put the disc in and you play. Whereas like if you've never used Steam before, which there yeah. are a population that haven't. Disgusting! Yeah, no, no, no! Filthy casuals, get them out of our space. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't grown up with Steam, sharing your Steam library. Uh, illegally with a mate then you haven't lived fully legally within terms of service within terms of service yeah exactly yeah <laughs> but every time you do it gaben loses uh one of the hairs on his head that's why he's gone so bald in the last few years especially 
If you if you didn't download the orange box on Steam, I feel like that's a very like that has to be one of our generation's like fundamental experiences getting Portal Half-Life 2, yeah. was it? Portal Half-Life 2 Gary's mod. What was in yeah. the orange box? I think it was, I think like, it was like, Source must have been as well. Yeah, I think you're right. Team Fortress, Team Fortress as yeah, well. Team Fortress. Fortress Team Fortress 2. Oh, love Team Fortress yeah. 2. I left for Dead, maybe? Yeah, maybe shit, not. there were loads. Was you got Half-Life 2, Half-Life 2 Episode 1, Half-Life 2 Episode 2, Portal, Team Fortress 2. You got so much good stuff. Yeah. I love Team Fortress 2. I played a lot of Team Fortress 2 as a, a late high schooler, early uh, university, <laughs> university student. I played a lot of Team Fortress 2. Uh, mostly just it was two like foot the predecessor sniper. to Overwatch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. like, like yeah. a '90s, but not '90s Overwatch, almost. Yeah, I think I think you're actually bang on there. Although I have heard some people getting quite upset with um, Overwatch Two, but I don't understand yeah. why yet. <laughs> oh, they were promised like a really in-depth PVE mode with yeah. Overwatch Two, and that was the whole point of it. But they've they've like, just said, "Nah, we're just gonna give you a bare bones experience, and we give up." Wow, the Blizzard experience. Yep. I was going to say, because... It's they okay, there's a, there's a Game Pass which you can pay for... Not a Game Pass, sorry. <laughs> it's just so A season pass that you can pay for to give you like extra characters, but you just have to give them money, so... Oh, no, don't give Blizzard your money. Not after that. It's a free game, isn't it? it? It's a free uh, game. It is now. I mean, I mean, I paid for Overwatch 1, and then that just became Overwatch 2, so if you count the money I lost with Overwatch 1... <laughs> oh dave <laughs> this is this is one of the problems with being a technophile and an early adopter you, you, you get a bit burned sometimes I don't, I don't know if you've noticed there's a bit of a trend dave with <laughs> some of your purchases sorry games to... pass will never burn me no no ads for games pass people are going to think people are genuinely going to think we're sponsored by games pass we're not sponsored by games pass that'd be great <laughs> we're not yeah. i dave might be sponsored by games pass i don't know but i can tell you that the stream is not Oh my goodness. Well, let me do a recap. Let us get into uh, the events of last session and then we will get started. Um, the Tempest Adventuring Guild, a name now legendary across the lands of Nostea, has formed a brand new team. Lyra, Tetra, Niles, Nowthers, and Crassus have been sent to the nearby settlement of Laspire to locate the hill giant fort recently seen flying overhead. Having teamed up with Harry, a traveling Harangon merchant, the group have explored only a fraction of the town, finding it overrun with clockwork creatures in the process of disassembling the nearby buildings. The group were able to rescue an old librarian from the nearby tavern, but in the process were exposed to a strange giant relic which has now embedded parts of itself into their hands. Deciding to get the man to safety before heading deeper into the town, the group faced off against a terrifying serpent construct, but through some quick thinking by now, were able to bypass it. Outside, the group found another survivor, Cynthia, who claimed to have been captured along with the rest of the town when they sought refuge in the nearby woods. Leading the characters to a hidden cave near an underground river, Cynthia revealed to the group that the people who had captured the townsfolk seemed to belong to a cult-like organization focused on elemental magic, the townsfolk now to be used in their experiments. After some detailed and careful planning, our heroes were accidentally revealed to the cult, the apparent leader spotting Crassus's owl familiar and using some unknown magic to locate the party. After inviting the group inside, the hooded figure disappeared into the gloom of the cave, the rest of the party deciding to follow. This decision may have proved disastrous, as Melania, a water ganassi mage, immediately turned on the party and attempted to put them to sleep with magic. 
Luckily for the party, I rolled terribly. <clears throat> I mean, uh, the spell just didn't have enough power behind it, uh, knocking only Tetra unconscious. A fight between the party and the cultists immediately broke out, with the party fighting for their lives against these dangerous foes. Crassus, however, was able to quickly lock Melania down using a very clever and frustrating use of Earthen Grasp, allowing Lyra to then use her Eladrin face step to charm two of the cultists and turn the tide of battle. With Niles and Harry dealing some ridiculously heavy damage, the combat ended with most of the cultists either dead or dying slowly on the cave floor, while Melania was knocked unconscious by the building pressure of the Earthen Grasp. We left off last session with the team attempting to tie up the two cultists who had been charmed by Lyra's spell, while Crassus and Niles searched through Melania's belongings, trying to locate a potential arcane focus and prevent her from casting any future spells. That is where we left off last session. We're going to jump straight back in exactly where we left off. Crassus, having, you having just located and taken off of Melania, what looks to be some small crystal focus marked with uh, runes written in some sort of what looks to be maybe primordial or elemental language. As you remove this crystal, uh, you can add, um, I'm not uh, not going to beat around the bush, you can add arcane focus to your uh, inventory if you like. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. It's, I mean, it's pretty obviously um, pretty obviously the arcane focus. So yeah, please, please feel free to add arcane focus to your inventory if you take this offer. Apart from the arcane focus, if you're looking through the rest of her belongings, um, from your investigation check of 20, Niles having given you advantage in the last session, you find uh, you find 17 gold pieces. I'll write these in chat for you as well. Uh, 17 gold pieces, uh, 28 silver pieces, and 46 copper pieces in her coin pouch. Um, if you want to just take the coin pouch, you can then just add that gold, silver, and copper to your inventory. Um, cool. She also seems to have uh, what looks to be two or three different coloured fragments of gemstone. The gemstones themselves, the small tiny splinters of, of crystal or gem, probably aren't worth much. The um, colour and the cracks along the surface, as well as the actual um, small nature of them, probably would indicate to you that they don't have much value in terms of sale value. But looking at them, you can see that there are what look to be tiny scorch marks and sections where parts of the crystal have burned or melted, almost as if it was shattered somehow with some intense heat. As you look at the fragments and try to piece them together, sure enough, having a look over, it looks like some of these fragments might even once have been joined together. Okay, that's interesting. I guess I'll also take them. Yeah, you can add crystal fragments uh, times five to your inventory. Cool. Perfect. Um, just a quick question. Is there actually someone over here? There's a banded mage, apparently. Uh, let me have a quick look. Oh, uh, don't, don't worry about that on the map. Don't worry about that. Okay. <laughs> it's like the one I saw during the battle last time. Uh, no, well. no, don't worry about, don't worry about yeah. any of that. Don't worry about any of that. That's cool. I'm just making sure I'm not like yeah. just looting Carry in on. front of like a enemy. Nah, no, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I guess me and Niles will finish that up. Niles is there helping me, Sova's there as well on my shoulder. Um, Can I shout out, um, while they're sort of looting her body, does she have clothes on underneath that cloak that she's wearing? Yes, indeed she does. As you start pulling back the robes and have a bit of a look, um, she's wearing what looked to be 
very sturdy traveling clothes, a linen tunic. Matt's here. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. Perfect, perfect timing, perfect actually. Timing. I was literally just, um, I just finished the recap and was going through the, um, through the results of the search of the, uh, search of the mage. Amazing. Your camera I should didn't be... see that we're in you mean, you mean amazing. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was um, nice uh, catching up with you guys. I'm going to jump off now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Bye, Tito. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I'm so, just no. going to yell out, dumb. Can you uh, take the cloak as well? It might be a good uh, disguise if, um, you know, we wanted to try the uh, pretend to be someone else thing again, but maybe someone that's better at uh, faking voices than me. The interesting thing about the cloak, uh, or the, the, I should say the robes that she's wearing, um, the way that they wrap around her, it looks like they're very much form-fitting. They were designed to go over the top of the tunic and traveling pants. They're very much sized for her um really like judging by her height and weight really probably only lyra could wear these without some adjustments needing to be made to them harry's pretty lithe harry you could also probably pull off these as well um but crassus and uh niles it's going to be pretty tough for you to get these clothes on to fit around you i mean um Niles, obviously with your wings, some creative positioning or like uh, <laughs> cuts will need to be, uh, alterations will need to be made to this uh, this um, layered yeah. robe to be able to wear it properly. The cool. other um, the other humanoids, the other Ganassi and humans in the cave, again, very much traveling clothes, it seems that they're wearing. Um, all of them, however, as you do look over, I'm going to say, given that you're taking time to try and tie them up, even though... I believe your attempt to tie their hands was a six, which is a natural one from you, uh, Harry. I yeah. think I think that was, yeah, the guards. Yep. Yep, to tie the guards' hands as you very roughly uh, <laughs> attempt to tie them together. Uh, each of them does have what looks to be some form of tattoo. Unlike most standard inks, the tattoo actually, even those who have recently died, the tattoo seems to be glowing very softly. For most of them, it's on the back of the hand or the upper shoulder. And it's that same symbol that you saw before. What looks to be a combination of the four elements. Fire in the middle, surrounded by gusts of wind, a water droplet sort of joining around them, and in the very center, a stone. It's, yeah, a very strange combined four element symbol. Uh, yeah. I'm just... oh, that's a fancy tattoo you got there, eh? Uh, the two guards, the two um, earth guards who were charmed by Lyra, nod and go, yeah, yeah, it's a symbol of our uh, of our um, participation uh, and our and our uh, fraternity uh, with these with this group. Yeah, yeah, it's it's quite a nice quite a nice uh, symbol, isn't it? Have you had yeah, the tattoos? Yeah, Oh, I've, I've had mine for three years. The other one sort of looks over, goes, yeah, two and a half. Very cool. Well, I mean, uh, and then she sort of, she looks around to the others and just sort of uh, as if to say, does anyone else have anything for these guys? Because um, if we're not going to be able to tie them up, I'm going to sort of see if they can uh, help me on an errand outside. <laughs> Wait, what do, you, what do you mean? What do you mean tie us up? I thought we discussed we weren't going to tie us up. 
And as they look down at the knots that Harry has tried to tie around their hands, you just watch as they pull their hands apart very slowly and the knot just unravels and then spools in a perfect loop on the floor. It's hard with these paws. I have no paws. (laughs) (laughs) You might need to work on that, Harry, my good friend. Um, I don't believe there's much I can do for them. And she's, you know, I, I wanted to ask him, like, what are they doing here? Are they are they causing issues, or like, are they, uh, like, who are they sacrificing things to? I think it's pretty oh, clear whoa. that they're causing some sorts of issues. Sac- sacrificing? Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! We're we're cracking open the energy contained within vessels, right? That's what they describe. Yes, that's what that's what they describe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. So, sacrificing their lives. No, 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 no. It's a painless process. Are they alive? What about all the screams, though, mate? Um. Yeah, it's (laughs) a mostly painless process. Something Uh, you would volunteer for? Oh no, God, no, 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 never. (laughs) Yeah, that doesn't instill a great deal of confidence. Um. Yeah. You should talk to Melania about it. She's the one who knows uh, knows the most. We're just sort of here to help uh, keep the area secure, occasionally help uh, find more volunteers, bring them Back in. Back a few heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Yeah, mostly just here as a uh, hired muscle. To be honest, we're a bit reticent to leave the Ganassi States, the uh, Jormethion, the Elemental City, but uh, Melania explained it was important and to be able to travel with, uh, with the Holy One. It's quite exciting. Exactly right. Quite exciting. Pretty good opportunity. Speaking of the Ganassi states, um, did you just before I do this, do you guys have anything else for them? Um, hey, something about a holy one. Yeah, so yeah. Who's the guy that we saw earlier? Yeah, who's this holy one you're speaking of? Yeah, they came through just before, went outside, then came back and told us you'd be coming in and to. Give you a proper welcome, get you through. Then Melania'd put you to sleep. Then we'd carry you through oh, to the next room. And, yeah. What, what, yeah. What was their What was their name again? Oh, I, I, we don't know their name. No, 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 no. Just a title. We call them, uh, call them the Holy One. No, 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 no name. They've ascended beyond such earthly attachments. I hear. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, ascended do you, beyond. Do you believe that? They look at each other. Yeah, why, why else would we... Yeah. What makes you think they've ascended, then? Well, their sheer powerful grasp over magic, elemental magic. Oh, and that device they've got in the back of their hand as well. Wait. Uh, like this? Does it... Yeah, exactly like that. There's a bit they different, though. Up. There's glows. No, there's glows a very different colour. Kind of give a side eye to the rest of the party. Like, Does, what? Do you know anyone else? Like, have you seen anyone else um, with, like, the same hand thing? Other than us, of course. Um, I mean, I know that two of the other holy ones back in Dromethion have the same. So there's, so there's other holy ones then, not just this one. So holy manies. Hmm. Well, there's there's nine total. Yeah. You call them. The are they nine? are they all cracking open vessels? 
I don't know. I uh, we we were lucky enough to be assigned to uh, assigned to this holy one. They're they called the holy ones. Just... It's just add an S to the end. It's much easier than trying to call them the holy many. That sounds stupid. Uh, I think the holy nine would sound better myself. That's yeah, holy that's, that's a pretty good. I agree. Hmm. If if two holy ones were in a room, would you just both call them the holy one? I mean, wouldn't that get very confusing? Well, we we don't talk to them directly. We're we're not worthy. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. That's only the speakers can can talk to the holy ones. You're following someone that you haven't even been able to have a conversation with. That's of course, weird, no, no. Eh? We they they speak to us. Don't worry, they they'll give us orders. We can't speak to them directly. No, that would be that would tarnish their experience of this of this plane. They want you to think. Maybe you guys have the power, and it's just that they've made you believe that you have the power, and that you know you guys are just kind of following them without asking anything. I mean, what if you guys have better ideas than they do? They sort of pause for a moment, look at each other, look back at you, Lyra, the larger Earth Ganassi, sort of pausing. I, I saw one of them turn one of my mates to stone and then with just a flick of his wrist, crumble him into dust. I'm pretty sure they've got the power. Pretty confident on that one. Hmm. Hmm. That is a concern. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe you should uh, head off back to Dramethion, but it seems like uh, this holy one's got you in their grasps. Yeah, I mean, I was going to ask if you could go to the markets and then go see Mark for me on the second floor of the marketplace. You know, the really big one? But, you know, ah. I guess if if you don't want to go back there, that's, you know, I'm not going to force you. I mean, I'm not some evil holy one. No, we definitely don't crack any vessels here. No. <laughs> I look out towards the, <laughs> the room. like <laughs> At the dead and dying yeah. Uh, Ganassi. <laughs> yeah, what was actually got a cracked head? Yeah. 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 Right. Of course. Yeah. You would never do that. Um, no. I, I mean, I meant like you know, we wouldn't, we wouldn't take a village hostage and crack those vessels. No, just a family of people living in a cave. <clears throat> yeah. Tried to kill us first, but That's I mean, semantics. It's it's fine. Do you well, guys? Do you guys want to go back to Joel Matthew? Uh, you mentioned you were hesitant to leave. Yeah, no, we no, there's no, we can't we can't just go back to Dromethion. We still haven't fulfilled our glorious purpose here. We've uh, still got to fulfill the wishes of the speaker Melania and uh, make sure that we uh, adhere to the whims of the Holy One. No, uh, we 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 can't just go back. We'd be abandoning uh, our Melania post. was Melania was just telling us earlier that everything here is kind of done and dusted. I mean, it's it's all kind of finished here. Uh, you need to make me a deception check. Unfortunately, I believe you get to make that with advantage because they are charmed. Are they, oh, I was going to say, are they still charmed? It lasts <laughs> for, I believe, an hour. I thought, I thought, oh, I thought it was only like a minute. Oh, double shit. Check, okay. Double check. Double check. Because it's a face it's it's step. Let me double check. That's may pretty good. Have, oh, hang on, may have wrapped up. up. It is. I've been working under the assumption it lasts for an hour. If it's oh, only a minute, say. things are about to get very spicy. <laughs> it's a minute it's definitely it's a, a minute it's a minute okay uh most of that i'm happy to i'm happy to have that conversation happen as you sort of say that lyra there's this pause as the sort of final elements of that very small sparkly dust that you created when you teleported right next to them suddenly fade off sort of like shake their heads their eyes open wide as if coming out from a dream they look 
down at the floor and then at the bodies of their friends and companions around them and then over towards Niles and Crassus currently looting Melania who is still trapped in this stone fist that is holding her still. Hello. I was just going to say, because I've I've finished looting her a while back, I've been just sort of observing from the back. The moment I start probably seeing them change a little bit, I have like a knife ready almost to like just put to Melania's neck to keep them in line if need be. Ooh. Ooh, okay. As they look up and see you with the unconscious Melania, a knife to her throat, they sort of freeze a little bit, hands on the hilts of their weapons as they sort of pause in fear and look towards you, Crassus. Now, <clears throat> this is how it's going to be. We won't kill you. I think it's. I think we should follow the law and have you judged. Put down your arms. We shall tie you. But I promise you, we will not harm you if you oblige. You've, you've killed every, What did you do to our minds? You made us think you were our you friend. You attacked us first. We did not cast the first stone. Iggy's right. He's true. We came in these caverns willingly, and under the assumption of friendship, you soiled that. We wish to speak to your holy one. And we have. Well, we will. And Melania here had other ideas. Mm. The slightly smaller Ganassi, the Ganassi, the one wielding the battle axe, sort of lowers his head and goes, it is not up to us to question the Holy One. The way and the truth and the light of the path is very different. As he begins sort of muttering under his breath, the larger one puts a hand on his shoulder, gently lowers the axe. Uh, Crassus, could I please get an intimidation check from you? Uh, I'm going to adjust the DC accordingly for you holding a knife to the throat of their uh, okay. speaker. So obviously intimidation is not my more intimidating, right? <laughs> It's a lot more intimidating. <laughs> Damn, intimidation's not my strong suit. That's okay. I will actually, rather than adjusting the DC, I I will give you advantage. (laughs) Oh my god. Did you just say advantage? Did you just say advantage? He did say advantage. You were saying something right. Because because Lyra has been helping with this, and because all of you took out everyone around them, you do have advantage on this. So natural one for a total of zero. However, with with advantage, that's a total of 10. Look. These guys aren't idiots. My thing, not They've watched you take out everyone around them. They know that it's at this stage probably suicide to try and kill you. They're going to lower their weapons. The, the, the larger Ganassi lowers his axe, pushes it forwards, and then gestures to his friend. When his friend doesn't respond, he reaches over, snatches it from his hands, and then gently lowers it to the floor and pushes it away from them, past Harry and over towards the far wall. He then takes his hands and puts them behind his head. Do what you need to do, but please, just don't kill us. I won't that cry I out. promise we won't. Well, yes. What choice? You shall see the sun again. Um, now, let's get them tied up. And uh, a bit better he, than last I'll try again. I'll try I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hand. Help me. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hand. How about that? Sounds Harry, would, you like to, would you like to roll a sleight of hand with advantage? I would. Um... And while he's tying him up, I think Good. Lyra's going to um, just sort of be like, you know, for all it's worth, um, I'm glad you guys are still alive. I 
actually really like you guys. You guys seem cool. Other than that, uh, you know, throwing a giant boulder at me kind of thing. But uh, th- th- thanks. I guess uh, twenty-two, Harry. As you now expertly yep. tie their hands together uh, and loop them in, and then push them up against the back wall, keeping them tied off. I mean, I've realised that the toilet is right next to where <laughs> to where they are. I'm guessing you don't tie them to the toilet, though. That seems a bit harsh. I mean, unless Harry you want to. Harry thinks but decides not to. No, no. What, what's I'll that? Like, bench. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, is that like a stone tie bench? Them to the or bench. Something? Yeah, there's a stone yeah. bench. Interesting. As you tie them up against the stone bench, you can actually see half hidden behind the stone bench and in the shadow of the wall is a narrow corridor leading towards the Uh, north. It looks like there is um, light coming from that room beyond. Uh, Probably in the heat of combat, you might not have noticed this small narrow corridor coming off the main uh, corridor that Melania tried to escape down, much more obvious and much more easy to spy from the the entrance. But yeah, as as you tie them up to the stone bench and glimpse into that room beyond, the cavern beyond, you can see what looks to be large sections of barrels and chests partly broken open and destroyed as you peer down into the room harry e this uh this this cave is actually pretty deep eh oh what you got there let's be have a look should we should we check that out before we or are we what should we do what are we gonna do with melania yeah that's what i'm thinking and that holy one is still around here somewhere. I'm not too fond of that idea. Uh, considering yeah. she can, he, or they can turn people into stone and turn them into dust, I'd rather not that happen. Ooh, I wonder. Even that, like that way, right? right? And he points like behind Melania, like to the east. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Order that leads towards the east. Uh, hey, you two, what's up here, eh? Uh, storage. Uh, we keep some supplies there, things that we took off the villagers when we first ambushed them at the logging camp. Uh, just some stuff. How There's also it, some... Yeah, not not much interesting stuff, just some stuff. Inside check. Yeah, okay. go for it. Can, does someone want to do an inside check? Can I? Or? Uh, you can, or I can, whichever. I can help, or try and help, based on charm vibes. 22, that's Harry. 22. Ooh, that's um, good. Uh, yeah, they don't seem to be outright lying when they describe it as things that they've taken off the villagers and just stuff. They, right. they seem like they are trying to be helpful. You didn't have any reinforcements that way? Is, is there anyone else in the cave? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The one. Yeah, no, no, no. There's a couple more. There's um, a few more mages, uh, not speakers like Melania, but, but mages nonetheless. Um, most of them would be probably with the, the prisoners. Uh, and a couple more guards as well, further in. Which are that way? He points to the behind the line, yeah. Uh, they they both pathways join up eventually, but there's um, if you head to the north, there's a, a quicker pathway, much easier to to get through. As he are says that, Harry, with your yeah, <laughs> as he says that, Harry, with your inside of twenty two, the second guard looks over as he says the north pathway is quicker confused then opens his eyes and then nods uh yeah much quicker much much quicker yeah well maybe we'll loop back around this way because it's like the only one that went that way right yeah yep 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 there aren't any other pathways around are there like ones that 
I don't know, maybe they're behind some sort of cool hidden bookcase door or like a trap door or something. Uh the the river, the river passes down towards the uh towards the end of the end of the pathway. There's another bridge you'll have to cross, but the water is uh, quite deep and there's uh, sharp rocks. That's probably the only other way to get there. Okay. Uh, oh, sorry. No, I, just, I was just I was just thinking uh are we, are we going to leave these two here? Uh, I'm a bit concerned that perhaps one of their friends might come and check on these guys and find them tied up. Yeah. Should we leave someone here to look after them? Should we what what are we what are we going to do about that? Uh Harry's I... checks if these barrels are empty. Uh the barrels are not empty harry as you begin looking through and pulling them open uh it looks like the barrels are actually full of food um the one that's right in front of you seems to be full of apples uh the other one seems to be full of what looks to be potatoes and onions kind of mixed together in this very um confusing mashup of uh of root vegetables maybe we should take the uh, there's a lot of weapons here let's look at the bag of holding might be able to put them in here I was almost thinking, um, would it be worth bringing the guards with us as, um, and sort of, you know, maybe in a way that they can't really see her, like, you know, sort of like behind her back, but like as guides, <laughs> but, um, have them, you know, walk in front of us and, um, just in case there are any, like, directional errors that we could take. But they could also just, like, warn anyone who's in front of us as well. But we still have Melania, and we still have a knife. So, we might have the upper hand. I'm very new to this, guys. I don't know what we're doing here. I mean, we could always just muffle them and chuck them here behind these barrels. Or tie them to a tree or something outside. Just gives a little bit more time. Outside's a good idea. Um, you know, while we find the rest of the prisoners, we could tie them outside. Um, on trees and have our two friends outside look after them. Yeah, very good. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe for your convenience, Owen, should we just send Tetra and Naudis to. I was take about to them? say, are you happy for me to have Tetra and Naudis take yeah. the two prisoners? Perfect. Yeah. Tetra, yeah. Tetra sort of perks up a little bit, having been inspecting the back wall uh, and looking through Tetra the barrels goes. over here. What was that? Sorry. Just before Tetra goes, sorry, um, Tetra, uh, do you have any more healing spells left? I'm, I'm a little bit hurt and I don't have much <laughs> left myself. Oh, are you uh, tapped out? Um, I would have a quick look and see if I have any more spells that I could use to help make you feel better. Uh, I'm going to have a quick look. I don't I think one. Tetra does. I think Tetra is very... <laughs> oh, no, I don't think spells. Tetra has anything. Oh, no. Tetra's tapped, I believe, is what we said last session. Let me is have a she, look. Is she holding any potions? Uh, are they are they holding any potions? Oh, uh, Tetra I do have a potion. has one greater potion of healing. Question is, oh, Tetra has one second level spell slot. Yeah, I've got one second that I've been holding in reserve. But... Tetra, because Tetra is about to leave, Tetra is going to cast a second level healing word on you. Who, actually, who's the most hurt? On a scale um, of six, but I think. Uh, three. Oh, <laughs> three. <laughs> oh no. Um, do you, do you have any wild shapes left? Or uh, yeah, I've got one. Um, oh, wow. So that's like I, I, I can hide in the back. I, I hide in the back anyway. I'll be fine. Niles does have a potion. 
Um, he's only on 13. This is a very messy thing to do. Um, yeah. There uh, is one thing I might be able to do. Um, it'll involve using my, um, my last spell slot, but, um, I could summon a healing spirit for, uh, a minute. And that might give us, um, 1d6 <laughs> multiplied by the how many actions we get to do in a minute. It sounds good, but like yeah. maybe it's Is worth right? saving as maybe, well. Maybe we hold on to that one, Lyra. Um, if, if, you, um, if you're feeling a little down, perhaps you can have my, my potion here. I don't think I think I should be okay to I think push on. I reckon what we do is I reckon we just use um, the healing word or heal, um, thingy from Tetra. I reckon you save your potion just in case one of us go down. Ah. We need you to pick us up. Sounds good. The spirit can heal a number of times equal to one plus your spellcasting ability modifier. So you'd only be able to use it four times before it disappeared. It's still good, but just so you know how that spell would fully work. Um, They did nerf it. They did. I'm happy to have... Because Tetra does have a potion of greater healing. And Tetra's feeling pretty pretty fine right now. I And I think in this instance, Michael would want you to be safe. So Michael is going to... Or Tetra is going to give the healing potion to Harry. Did you want to drink this healing potion, Harry? Which one's better? Give that one to... Um... Uh, so 4d4 plus 4 for the potion of greater healing. Uh, and for the healing words second level, uh, 2d4 plus 3. I'll take the healing word and give... Um... Alrighty. Yeah, and then give... Yeah, that's correct, right? Like, like the, yep. the, the potion's better, right? Yeah, the potion's better. So that's seven hit points back to you, Harry. Uh, And four... I will take this off. And for um, Lyra, that is 15. Ooh, it's blue. Yeah, because it's got one green, one red. Oh. I will remove that. Getting a little bit close to comfort there. That's cool. Alrighty, perfect. With that, Tetra, Tetra goes... Well, I will take these two prisoners outside. Um, Nardis, did you want to come with me? Now this sort of nods emphatically. Yes, this one will accompany you outside and we will find safe place for everyone to camp and reconvene afterwards. Nardis has a thumbs up. Perfect. Sounds good. Yeah. Perfect. With that, Tetra and Nardis will escort the two Earth Guards outside. Are they taking Melania with them? Did you want them to? They will if you want them depends to. Depends if we want to. Depends if we want to cart them well, around. I thought like Melania would be a good hostage. I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Okay, perfect. So you guys and, keep and, Melania. is just down. What? Sorry, I was trying to be funny. You said <laughs> I'm down for that. I'm like Melania is just down. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. She is. Wow. All right. Awesome. All right. Perfect. With that, as Tetra and Niles leave the cave, um, the room. Oh, now, now this you mean? Oh yeah. Sorry, Tetra and Nowdis. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> as sorry. Tetra and Nowdis, as Tetra and Nowdis leave the cave with the two Earth Guards uh, and begin walking back outside. Uh, the last you see is Nowdis turning back around, giving you a little wave, and then disappearing around the corner. Alrighty. What would you guys like to do? We have some decisions to make. We can either confront this holy one, or we can get to the chamber where they're keeping the villagers and 
continue on with our task. In all honesty, well, I'm kind of afraid of the Holy One. He sounds pretty scary. Me too. I don't think we're in a position to be uh, battling them anytime soon. I think maybe we get to the prisoners and yeah, we just do what we came here to do. Mm. Out of us who's left, um, who's probably the best at finding traps? Because I didn't entirely believe those uh, earth guards. No. Sounded like there was something more along the northern path waiting for Um, us than just. Harry boasts up his chest. He's like, "Yeah, I've been. uh, I'm pretty perceptive. I'd be all right with it. I think." Oh, I've got some pretty. I've got a pretty good eye for things. I could help as well. Uh, I could also um, use, and I sort of start using Mage Hand a little bit around. I I can use this to sort of scan surfaces and other such things, and potentially rile. You know, find anything before it gets us. I've always wondered what it would be like to have a fifth appendage. Oh, I think that would make my my uh, my life a little easier. <laughs> I sort of punch the air a little bit. <laughs> oh, it's, it's not a fifth appendage. It's just it's just a spell. Nothing no, nothing at all. It's that crazy to be honest. Seven. This is just normal regular can, magic to us. Can it, can it can it interact with people or things? That it can. Ah. But I cannot inflict damage. Oh, I haven't tried it in that capacity, but I don't think I don't think so. Mm. It could inflict damage by pulling a lever that inflicts damage on something else. Ah, rather Maybe. creative. Well, anyway, I digress. Shall we continue? Yep. Please. I guess the question is, who's? So, are we carrying <laughs> Millennia with us? Sounds like you are. Maybe we can just drag her on the ground behind us. Uh, who, is, <laughs> who is physically strong? I am, not, I am not strong at all. Do you want to negative one? Do you want to bring? Do you want to bring Melania with you, or do you quickly want to retcon and have Melania be taken outside with Tetra yep. and Miles? Yep. Cool. Yep. 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 Right. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way. <laughs> Tetra, mind! Tetra, could you up? Tetra, Tetra trots <laughs> back in. Oh no, it'd be, it'd be Nowdiz who trots back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in. You wanted us for something? Uh, yeah, could you just take a, a Melania here with you as well? Um, might be a little hard with these uh, noodly arms. Of course, Nowdiz picks up Melania with one arm. Wait, did you say noodly arms? Yeah. yeah. You realise you don't have arms? Oh, no, I have arms. His arms under his wings, I'm pretty Wait, sure. So that means you have six appendages. Oh, oh. Yes! <laughs> oh! <laughs> I hadn't thought of that before. Ah! Seven, you can include your head. More. I meant more. I can't really punch with my wings. I meant more, you know, with effectiveness with my with my hands. I mean, okay. you can fly. That's pretty cool, I'd say. It's pretty, pretty cool. Anyway, uh, thank you, now this. We'll see you in a bit. Of course, not a problem. Please keep we shall see up. you later. Yep. Do a thumbs up. Sis, do you have that cloak at all? That you took off Melania? Um, I did not take it off. You you did, so whatever you did with it, it's... Wait, she puts it on. <laughs> I, I missed what was going on there. Um, what else did you get from her? Any other curiosities? Um, so as, as you asked that, I'll bring out the arcane focus and the crystal fragments. Um, just these, really. My, my. 
this points to the arcane focus. This is the most important thing. If she had this still, well, she still, could still be casting spells. So oh. this is a good take. Very good, very good. Do you, do you have use for that? Works. I, I know you do the things with the things. I look at you sort of... The things, yes. Yes, the <clears throat> things. The things that took me years to master and learn. The things. The things. The I things. sort of do like oh, I roll my eyes and stand up. Oh, well, no, no. I mean, I do the things with my fists and you do the things with the magic. It's the same thing. Well, maybe a little different. I scruff myself off. Uh, the arcane arts are not things. They are complex and above oh. almost other people's imaginings. They're oh, not things. Yes. I'm sure. Complex things. Mm. Uh. But I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, have you studied the, the nine sutras and mastered every single uh, lotus stance? <clears throat> that, that is a rather impressive body of work, I must say. Well, that is why I don't say that you also immerse yourself in things. Ah. I think perhaps, we're far beyond, aren't we, that? Perhaps, perhaps I, uh, perhaps I miss, I miss, I miss, uh, perhaps I misunderstood. No, no. Your, 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 your arts are, are, are rather, are rather, um, uh, they still elude me a little, but they are rather impressive, I must say. Well, they elude me for years. I've only just sort of come upon them. Well, I hope you continue in your endeavors. Thanks. <laughs> you as well. <laughs> this conversation. Is anyway, just I've got some quite sidetracked. Just support for each other. I hope, hope, you, hope you have a wonderful life. <laughs> we're just like standing in a room full of dead people. And we're just yeah. like, you got this. <laughs> One of the corpses sits up. This is really insensitive for dead people here. You wish each other a lovely life. Like, <laughs> You made your choice. Obviously, that doesn't happen. Obviously, that doesn't Well, shall we move forward? Yes. Should I lead the group? Mm. I was also thinking, um, so Lyra puts on Melania's cloak, um, pulls it up, like, wave it over her head, tucks away her hair, tries to, you know, hide any sort of other identifiable things. Worst work comes to worst, guys. Just like what you actually did with Melania back there, I'll pretend to be unconscious. Someone holds a knife to my throat and pretends that I'm Melania and, you know, hostage. Um, I, I don't have a knife, so I'll leave that in Crassus's care, responsibility. Yes. When we were talking to Melania before, yeah. did her arcane focus, like, show prominently in her spellcasting? Was that, like, a thing that could identify her? Uh... It, so the arcane focus actually wasn't really visible until you started searching through. It looks yeah, like she okay. kept it somewhat hidden away, or not not hidden away per se, but like at least didn't keep it out in the open for anyone to see. Yeah, that's fine because that just means that then I was thinking that if I show people that, then they'll be like, "Oh shit, that's Milani's focus." Oh. But if that's not the case, then they probably won't be aware of its appearance. So oh. we'll probably we'll have to default to this strategy. Yeah. Anyway, shall we continue? I'll keep an eye out for traps. In fact, as uh, Niles comes to this uh, corridor in the north, I'm going to do just that. I'm going to look for any traps that might be down this little uh, pathway. So, also to help you, I guess, I'll stand like five or ten behind you and like 
about 20 feet ahead of you, I'll have the, the mage hand scanning. Oh, you're just like patting up. Yeah, cool. Patting things down as we go. So we're like a good distance away. So if it does trigger anything, yep. uh, we won't be hit. Cool. Well, I think we're going to go east. Feasibly. Isn't that what we're planning to do? East, not north? We can still go east. I have Where no issue with that. Where the holy one is? Oh, I mean, I can still look. I'll still look up the corridor for traps. It doesn't necessarily mean we're going to go. I'll still, I'll still do mage hand either way we go. Uh, with advantage, I guess that's going to be yep. perception. Oof, okay, we'll take the per- uh, we'll take the thirteen perception and not the one, not the natural one. <laughs> you guys are on a few natural ones tonight. Uh, um, Niles, as you begin looking through the corridor, no signs of any traps, no pressure plates, no trip wires, no arcane sigils hiding away underneath a loose stone. If anything, the corridor looks completely clear. In fact, it's quite narrow and would be quite impractical to try and squeeze a trap into this sort of narrow area mm. um the room beyond looks to be fairly clear as far as you can see as well yep well this way looks clear um but if we want to go to the east uh, i'm happy to do that well like i, I realize we forgot to ask where the prisoners were but you didn't mention that the prisoners up north you said there was storage oh I, I thought the storage was this way i thought the prisoners were the storage hmm I mean, uh, we can go that way if we don't run into any guards and we find a room full of storage. I, mean, I, 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 I just, I, I just am hesitant to go to uh, that way because that's where the, the the holy one was going. So okay, I mean, he, he said they they match up in the end anyway, so we'll go this way. I guess yeah, we'll give this a whirl. Although he definitely was lying about it being quicker. So yep. hmm. Maybe we should go I mean, the way. Maybe we should go the way you were going, Harry. Um, I'd rather not encounter any more uh, any more guards. Yep. They meet up like, if it's like a big loop anyway. Like, we would probably inevitably run into them. Yes. Let's let's go this way. I um, don't mind. I do suggest that we move with stealth. Of course, yes. Alrighty, I'll get stealth checks from everyone who is trying to stay stealthy. So I'm going to get Sova to give me the help action on this. Yep. And that makes sense because you sort of perch on my shoulder as well, so it's almost like a lookout, I guess. Oh, no. 23 for Harry. Wow. 8 for Lyra. Natural 1 for Crassus. Balanced out with the 11. Niles, 14. Oh, my goodness, guys. Not amazing. As you begin sort of moving quietly, the problem is the loose stone ground causes you to kick pebbles quite frequently. Even if you're trying your best to be silent and stealthy, the loose stones underneath make it very, very hard to do so. As you enter into the next chamber, you can see this room is far larger than you might have first predicted. From the outside, this hillock didn't look as expansive Uh, and as large as it is. But once you've entered into this cavern beneath the earth, it seems far larger than you first would have expected. In the center of the room is a walled off section of stone, a large 20 foot by 20 foot dark black pit seeming to lead down into nothingness below. As you come into the room and begin peering down over the edge, the light drops away to shadow probably about 30, 40 feet down, and then just disappears into darkness. The rest of the That's, room seems to be... Oh, sorry, you go. No, you go. Oh, I'm just going to like look over the edge and be like, 
Ah, uh, that is rather terrifying. Um, um, let's let's have a let's have a bit of a peek down there, shall we? I pick up a loose pebble or anything on the floor, Owen. Cast the light that. cantrip on it and then yep. drop it down. You watch abyss. as the pebble drops and falls and fades away into darkness. Oh. So I did cast the light cantrip yep. on it, so yeah, yeah. the light, the light get just dwindles away okay. as it goes, and then finally it just falls out of sight. So um, far that even the light no longer is visible in the okay, darkness. Okay, that's <laughs> I, I look I look at Crassus and I look like shocked at that, and I'm like uh, I was going to offer to fly down there, but on second thoughts, I don't think that's a good idea. How far does that go? Um, okay, can I do... Uh, I'm not super duper smart, but Crassus is. So, <laughs> judging by like the, yeah. the moment that that light sort of was, you know, sort of left our vision, yeah. could I guess a rough estimate of at least that depth that the light was extinguished? So it looks like when the light I mean, judging by how far it fell over a, over a few seconds, like you're sort of able to count, the light kind of disappears fully from your vision about eight seconds after you drop the pebble, which means that that pebble just fell until it was swallowed up by the darkness blade because it's only a small stone. So, yeah. it, I mean, it's, it's not that it hit something or landed. You just think it got far enough away that you could no longer see the light no, yeah, anymore. The that. darkness was so complete. As far as you can tell, Crassus, from dropping that pebble, it dropped for hundreds of feet before was, disappearing into nothingness. Yeah. I was going to ask, was there any audible noise of it hitting? No ground? audible noise. Would no. you like to make anyone who wants to make a perception or investigation uh, check, Ken? Sure. So um, I'll tell everyone, though, that that is probably at least a couple hundred feet. And 18 that miles. You had just roughly where I think the stone disappeared. Wow. Um... Does this pit look like it's recent? Or does no. it look like it's been here? Okay. That's what I was going to say about this area. So the cave itself, moving into this part of the cave, the front, front opening where the uh, cultists have set up their um, their kind of like organization and, and set up the... Oops, sorry. Pup. There we go, I'm back. Where the cultists have set up their sort of front organization, um, it looks like they've actually carved away the stone. But this room itself almost looks like they've stumbled across this. You can actually see parts of the wall which look to be worked stone that have been swallowed and covered by this natural stone. And as you look around, you can actually see that judging by the stone and the clay that's filled up this room, this probably was ancient. It's been here for a very, very long time and has only been partially excavated by the cultists who've come into here. They've moved some stuff in, they've set up some torches and brackets, and they clearly were interested in excavating most of the area around, but it looks like they focused on an area more to the north. Um, whereas you can see sections of wall that disappear towards the east and, and are still covered and surrounded by this stone. The pit itself, as you begin having a bit of a closer look and examining it, Niles, with your perception of 18, you can actually see that the edges of this pit are marked with what well, looks to be some form of writing. Does anyone here speak, read, or write primordial? No. I'm just a little webbit. Unfortunately not. <laughs> Ali? Shana used to, but uh, she took that skill mm. with her when she left. Yes, she did. 
Um, in that case, then, uh, the writing is this incomprehensible series of very almost like organic looking runes that kind of twist and curve into each other, slightly pictographic in nature, this very old ancient form of writing. Most of them have been obliterated by time or by the careless excavation that's been done here. You can see where probably the use of magic such as mold earth has been used to shift the, the earth away, but it hasn't been particularly gentle. Um, mm. Looking around the edge of the shaft, this massive pit, you can actually see what looks to be these large vertical grooves on the east and west sides of the shaft itself, almost like this rectangular groove, clearly designed um, but partially eroded over time. So I guess the question is, like, how much writing does it actually look like there is? Uh, it looks like there's a fair bit. It's hard to know what is... Uh, writing and what is sort of pictographic or representational it's kind of a mix of both there's sections where what look to be uh, carved reliefs are positioned that depict these very elongated lanky forms um, and then sections that are much more uh, text but yeah it's it's mostly concentrated around the south okay what we're going to do is I'm going to cast the light cantrip on Sova, like one of her feathers. Yep. I'm going to send Sova down there. Um, I'm going to get my notepad out and start scribbling notes because I can then use my action to look through her eyes, the light cantrip. I get a yep. great vision of the thing. And even though I can't myself like read the language, I can, I can illustrate it the best I can to then show. I think I think Tetra might know Primordial, or we can show someone else who does. And how I'm far? Every night. How far do you need to go to um, continue to see through Sova's eyes? How far can you let's go? Have, let's have a look. I think it's... Because the writing's on the, the outside uh, more than it is on the inside. So, 100 so you wouldn't feet. Need to, if you're looking to just sort of transcribe the writing, you can read that from the outside wall. Uh, if you're looking to send Sova down to explore the pit, that's where you'll be looking through her eyes. But you don't you don't need to look through her eyes to see so, the writing on the southern wall. Okay. It's, it's visible okay, from where so you're I standing. Can... I can yeah. okay. That's the that's that's cool. I'll, I will yep. send Sova down at least to a hundred feet to see if there's any more writings or um, other sigils or markings. Yeah, as as you send Sova down, the shaft continues for a hundred feet into darkness. Only darkness is visible below, and a hundred feet away, the small opening. Oh, I should say the large opening at the top looks much smaller than it did a moment ago mm. before Sova turns around and begins laboriously flying back up the uh, the large uh, large open shaft. Is there anything of note on the ceiling above us? Like no sort of rig or anything that would have like, you know, for a mine, shaft, uh, mine cart or uh, elevator? Interestingly, it looks like the roof, if there was an original part of this building, hasn't been fully excavated. It's still filled with mud and silt and stone in here. The roof itself looks to be the natural wall of the cave, which kind of tells you that they haven't finished excavating up high enough. But judging by the walls that are visible and that they disappear into the roof, you get the sense that probably there is a roof maybe another 20 feet above the uh, actual uh, cavern roof as it stands. Now, this room looks like it was once quite enormous. The roof that you're in right now is only about eight feet high. They've, they haven't excavated much at all of the roof. 
do you when you say mud and silt is it sort of like mostly it's more like packed rock? clay yeah like mo packed clay and rock like something that would together. be like washed away with the sharp blast of water maybe like sharp a blast of water. water sharp blast of water might be a bit tough definitely i mean you, you could probably wash away some of the uh, just just a heads up though this is going to take some time like if you're going to be trying to wash away the roof to try and see what's underneath it this could take hours of applying uh pressure hose to it let we alone find the, when yeah. we find villagers if you know it takes our fancy and there's something of relevance down there we'll figure it out later but i can always just uncork this and just kind of fire it at it only other thing i will add Niles, with your perception check of 18, uh, the passageway that leads to the north um, does seem to sort of head straight up towards the north, and you can hear the sound of gurgling water coming from up that way. But interestingly, from where you're standing, it almost looks like a section of the wall caves in a little bit to the south. Oh, is this in the room that you're I'm in now? Yeah. Oh. Ping it for you. I will, I will ping it for you on Zimmer. Looks like a section of the wall actually caves in right near where Harry is standing. In fact, oh, there's almost like an indentation yeah, in the wall. Oh yeah, okay. Is, is there? Is there? Is there? Can Harry tell there's a mechanism in it, or is it just like a natural cave in? Harry, do you want to make me an investigation check or perception check? Your choice. Is there any way I can assist? Because I've, I've already yeah, kind yeah. of spotted it. Yeah. yeah. That's natural natural 20. twenty. I don't think he needs it. <laughs> oh hell yeah, Harry! I, I go to you. I'm like, oh well. Oh, oh you've got this. Okay. <laughs> Harry, as you look over and begin investigating, this is definitely not a natural cave-in at all. In fact, as you examine this and begin poking around, you're not even sure that this is real. In fact, as you begin pushing up against it, realizing that this is. The, the, the surface is too too regular, it's too repeating, almost like a texture that's been overlaid on top of each other to form a full, a full wall. And as you press your hands against it with the knowledge that this probably isn't real, you watch as the illusion resists for a moment and then your hand pushes through. From everyone else's perspective, you watch as Harry presses up against this, this rock, this stone wall, puts his face against it, listens for a moment, and then as he presses his hand in, the edge the edges pixelate and fragment around his hand. Whoa. Almost looks like they're coating his hand in this soft greenish blue light as he pushes mm. through. Harry, as you do and step through into the rock itself, inside you can see this latticework of lines made of light, creating the outline of a stone. And as you step through, the room beyond is revealed. The stone actually crumbling away uh, into these like motes of light that disappear. Ooh. Inside the room, you can see a lantern, not glowing with flame, but a yellow crystal, almost shaped like a, uh, a cut oh. piece of amber, glowing with this soft yellow light. And inside are what look to be three chests, as well as some um, urns and uh, vessels. Uh, I look at the crystal lamp and I'm like, oh, Tetra's going to be so upset she missed this. And we should uh, take it we, for her. Yeah, we can always take it for her. She'll love this. I was going to say, um, are they oh, the right. same crystals? Like, no, these these look very different. This almost looks like a very natural, smooth piece of amber that's been cut very specifically into this 
uh, what looks to be a six-sided um, teardrop shape that's glowing softly with light. It's just sitting inside this sort of stone bracket um, that is, is it currently floating. Holding. Uh, no, is it, it is sitting with the top and bottom held in place by these uh, okay. small sections of, of metal. Uh, Niles will just pick it up. Yeah, as you as you remove it, Niles, um, it doesn't lose any brightness as you turn around your hands. It's uh, roughly the size of a um, roughly the size of a, of a can. It's it's about like 20 centimeters long about mm. five centimeters in diameter this very smooth oh. crystal actually quite warm to the touch as right. you grab it niles and it glows softly this sort of very faint glow that pulses every so often um not that niles is very proficient in knowing the craftsmanship of such a lamp um but would like would it ring any bells at all as to like the make of it is it like yeah you like to make an arcana or history check for me please uh they're both negative one uh <laughs> let's a do a history check 18 18 not bad niles there's legends of special magic items and and creations that have been told throughout um various locations there's 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 many tales of of various magic items fires that can never be put out uh, everlasting fires Ooh. um bubbles that can never be popped there's these sort of wondrous eternal items interestingly one of the stories that you have heard probably among the arakokra messenger guilds i would say ah. is the story of glowing stars that fall to earth every so often that fall to the planet that maintain their glow sometimes for centuries shards of which can be carefully hacked off and kept they're quite rare a number of these shooting stars fragment as they enter the atmosphere and end up just burning away into nothing. But the few that make it to the surface, those are used to create light stones. Oh, stones that's cool. that, in some cases, some have never stopped glowing. Wow. I get really excited. You see Niles' like plumage kind of like go up on edge. He's like, oh, I've heard stories of these. This might be a light stone. Oh, how rare. And there's three more chests as well. Um, can Harry, like, well, first of all, two questions. Hello. The stone behind us. Yes. It fragments it like and disappears we... into nothingness now that you've stepped oh, okay. From the outside, it looks like it is an open hallway. So people can see yeah, it. So they can exactly. Are there any traps or anything suspicious in the room other than like the three chests? Would you like to make a perception or investigation check? Please? Yes, I would love yeah. to help on this as well. <laughs> I was going to say I'd probably help if I wasn't already looking at no, it. Oh my room. god! Whoa! Need need 20 from Harry. Harry is correct. He's just like, <laughs> treasure. Harry, treasure. You know what Harry treasure. is. Harry, Harry feels really pressured after screwing up the, the tying the, the <laughs> knots the first time. So. Do you know what I've just realized? <laughs> Harry is the new Azua. You know how in Tyranny of Dragons, Azua never rolled below like an 18 on perception checks? <laughs> Harry's the new Azua. It just never rolls below an 18 for perception. Wow. Harry, as you look into the room, it doesn't look like there's any traps. Um, you can see that two of the chests do appear to have no hinge, no opening, no oh. seams or cracks in them of any kind. But the chest that's closest oh. to you, you can actually see it's partially cracked open. Um, even though at a first glance they appear to be made of wood, they're actually not at all. 
they're almost made of this very beautifully carved stone that has been so cleverly carved in such a way that it looks like grains of wood. You can even see sections where it looks like seams have been carved into the wood. Whoever did this devoted a huge amount of time, care, and attention to these. It's a beautiful that's, that's piece of art. All three, is it? All three. Yeah, they're not actually made of wood at all. all. It's, a, it's a type of stone that has these like veins running through it that are being very carefully carved and worked to look like, um, look like wood. But it's not at all. All three are made of stone. One of them is slightly cracked. The one that's closest to you, um, and looks like it's. Yeah, it could, it could be. It could be potentially um, broken open. But the other two don't look like they could be open. No seams that you can see of any kind, even with your natural twenty. For a total of twenty-five, it looks like one smooth, completely solid piece of stone that's been carved to look like a chest. Hey, Niles, do you think these could fit in your bag of holding? Uh, DM, does it look like these chests could be held <laughs> in my bag of holding? Um. With with a lot of effort, because the problem is right. How They're big is the heavy, opener? right? And the other thing I'm thinking is how big is the opening of the bag of holding? Yeah, wide? can I you open it? I think this might but, be a bit of a stretch. Yeah. I'm thinking bag too. It might be. A bit of a stretch. Oh, ah, exactly. Good one, DM. Um, wow. Let's have a quick look. You. Two feet in diameter. No oh, way. Oh, that's yeah, that's pretty narrow. Two feet. I mean, it's pretty big though. That's like. Yeah, these are like, like a new chests, though, right? These are these are large carved chests. They're they're like, yeah, they're a bit bigger than, yeah. uh, a bit bigger than okay. two feet in diameter. Um, do you guys think we should open the one that looks like it can be opened? <laughs> just before we do, I am just a little bit concerned. Why would someone go to that much trouble and effort to make chests out of stone that to make them like look like they're made out of wood? when you could just make them out of wood to begin with. The only thing that I can think of is that stone doesn't catch fire on fire like wood does. Oh, maybe there's a secret mechanism. What, what I what I suggest is let us have, have, we can unlock them however we need to, but when they need to actually be opened, I can yet again use my mage hand from a safe distance to open them just in case anything goes astray. Um, Niles idea. would like to look over one of the stone chests that doesn't look like it has an apparent seam. Yeah. Um, and he's going to specifically look for, he's going to like, I mean, after, after, after Crassus has said that with the mage hand thing, yep. uh, he, he's not going to use his hands, but he's just going to like, look at it like very carefully, just does any, but he's specifically looking for like any sorts of like something that he could like, you know, like you know those puzzle boxes that are like they look like they've got no seam on them, but there's like yep. always like a little, yeah, catch or release, catch, or yeah, a button or a lever, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, would you like to roll an investigation? Then that sounds more. Interesting. Sure. Can, can Harry help? Because he's Harry investigating with, with your natural twenty. Harry's already helping. Don't worry. Oh yeah, and it, and it makes sense. We're all That's there as one. well. That's a one. <laughs> uh, um, and then. Uh, Natural 20, uh, 19. Hey! Hey! Oh hey, wait, God. you know what? It's funnier. It's funnier that David, uh, Dave helped as well. So. Yeah, I know, right? Niles is like looking around, like not even looking at the box. And Harry's like, ah, oh, yeah, maybe. And I'm like, oh. oh. I think Dave um, got in contact with um, Roll20 and gave a bit yeah, of money to someone tonight. Him, Dave? 
Yeah, I, I use the uh, Games Pass. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> Stop spruiking Games Pass. I genuinely am starting to think they're sponsoring you or that they've indoctrinated you into some weird pyramid scheme. It's one or the other. Um, Niles, as you look over the chests, there must be a way to open these. That your very thorough investigation reveals nothing physical that you can see. The only avenue left in your mind after really carefully looking over these and gently sort of... I'd say that Niles maybe has a bit of an interest in puzzle boxes. That kind of would make sense that Niles... Yeah. And so you kind of know what you're looking for. And maybe one of the tests in your monk training to help train patience and wisdom and and um, mm. careful observation was you were handed a puzzle box by your Sifu, by your teacher, and yeah. told, like, when you when you can open this, I will you can move on to the next, next yeah, stage yeah, of your yeah. training. A test of the of mental integrity. Yeah, a test a test of your mental resilience and fortitude as well, and your and your creative thinking. And sure enough, after after some time and contemplation, you were able to open that puzzle box and move on. You don't think there's something physical that needs to be done with these. And as you finish uh, looking over them, there's something else here. Maybe something involving magic. Maybe something involving. Um, I mean, you've heard of you've heard of uh, items that require a command word to open. It could be something yeah. like that. It could be something that requires a specific word, a specific action. There are some items you've even heard require a specific touch. Someone um, specific to place their hand upon them to allow them to open. Can Harry place the stone in his hand on the chest? Yeah, I was gonna. The, the light thing. stone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, yep, no. The, you... um, Harry wants to place the stone in his hand. Oh, the stone on the back of your hand, the uh, the embedded yeah. crystal. Oh, the embedded mechanism. that's cool. Yeah. Okay. Um, Harry, as you press it to the chest, uh, we're going to roll a percentile dice to see if this works. Oh happens. no. Ooh. Okay, that's a D100. So just put the room the captain's Everything below 20, I guess. Yeah, just do it through roll 20. If you go to the left-hand side, the dice icon. That is a 19, oh, Harry. That's not good. As you press your hand to the chest, and then lift your hand up, and then press your hand to the chest again, nothing seems to happen. Uh, um, Niles is going to look at the light stone that he has, and he's yes. going to place the light stone in close proximity to the chest and see if that does anything. Are you touching it to the chest or just holding it near the uh, chest? I was going to touch it to the okay. chest. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, you know, I saying you thinking with this. Yeah. Uh, how about we stand back and I'll use my oh, again. You, use your mage hand. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Very good. You don't have to be in contact with this. I, so, I, um, I, I hand, I hand the, I, I very, a little, a little, I'm a little bit like, I'm like, oh, okay. I, I can the, uh, the, the, light the, the light stone over to uh, Crassus's mage hand, and I take a couple of steps back, away from the chest. Crassus, you mage hand the light gem over. Um, which chest are you touching it to? The two that are sealed, or the one that's slightly closer to you that it seems to be cracked open slightly? Hmm. Mm. <laughs> which one do we think? Mm. To? Mm. Um. Why not do both? One after the N other. Niles is probably invested in this uh, sealed chest, honestly. Okay, let's try this one of the sealed chests then, I guess. Ooh. Either one. Doesn't We don't you really have bring... a particular one we want. You bring the light stone over. Touches the top of the chest with a very slight ding. Nothing happens. Oh. Sorry, guys. 
Trade the other one. Trade the other one. That would have been a bit easy for me to give you the key on a pedestal next to the chests. (laughs) Well, I mean... (laughs) Maybe someone left in a hurry and left the key like that. Maybe. Could you give your mage hand the burnt crystals that you took off Melania? We could try that. So I guess I'll do the burnt crystal. I'll do the yeah the crystal fragments in my mage hand. Try them, um, and then Ding. go to the arcane focus too. <laughs> uh, arcane focus. Ding. Nothing happens. Um, um, do you want no, you go. You go, Harry. Uh, Harry kicks the the correct one. Kick it? Oh. Yep. How hard are you kicking it? Uh, Harry is barefoot, so he's going to kick it with the inside of his foot. Quite hard, but not enough to break his foot. Could you please <laughs> roll me a unarmed strike, please, Harry? And roll damage. <clears throat> Turn to violence quickly. 13. I mean, it, it, yeah. How is it zero? You it's have a negative one to your strength. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's uh, hilarious. Zero as well. It just says to hit plus one damage yeah. zero. Yeah, because yep. <laughs> yep. so, as you as you as you, as you yeah, because you've got you've got strength. That's amazing. Oh, <laughs> the damage one plus your strength modifier. Um, I love the chat's gone Dave is Vigo but for D&D not even Vigo Mortensen because Vigo Mortensen at least kicked the item and it sailed away (laughs) in Lord of the Rings Harry just Harry kicks the chest and it's just this like and nothing happens (laughs) so you look down Um, (laughs) Hmm. I I look at Harry kicking the chest and I'm like oh no 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 you gotta put you gotta put yourself into it see watch this and I will I will kick the chest okay Uh, another strike please (laughs) this is gonna be brutal yeah, show off. <laughs> I might break my foot, but hey, let's. Uh... Natural one, natural one, natural one, natural one. Eighteen. Roll some damage. Six. Alrighty. As you kick at the lid of the chest with this sudden crack, it splits open, falling backwards and shattering on the floor into what looks to be probably 40, 50 tiny pieces of of shattered stone. Oh, wow. As you peer inside the chest, you see items wrapped in what looks to be this very finely made cloth. Niles, could you please roll me? There's a couple of dice you're going to be rolling. First, I need you to roll me a D8. A D8? D8. A three. Three. There are three items inside the chest wrapped oh. in cloth. Oh, well, it could have been eight. <laughs> could have been eight, but it's not. Fuck. Niles. Niles. Could you please now roll me a D6? Yep. Okay. Six. Six. Could you roll me another D6, please? Uh. Uh. One. <laughs> and one more D6. Three. Okay. Hey! Another six. Okay. That's Here's what's going to happen. As you look inside, there appear to be, yeah, three items wrapped in this very beautiful well-made cloth that kind of hides them from view um but they are sitting in the chest hard to um, know what these items are just by the, I the cloth wrapped am, around gives them this amorphous I'm, shape i'm going to err on caution oh okay look at look at crassus and say maybe that magic hand hey everyone just stops and turns and looks at crassus <laughs> is that all i am 
Strange. Oh, no, you are you are an arcane practitioner. We discussed this. You're honing your craft. <laughs> I wrote I rolled my eyes because you're literally just using me for my mage here. Now. <laughs> <laughs> like you offered, right? Miles is like, this is great. This guy is amazing. <laughs> you're just like, I am so much Do more. Do it than again, this. the mage hand. <laughs> your mage hand thing. Is that all I am to you? This is like the first <laughs> spell I learned. <laughs> <laughs> I shall I shall use the mage hand yet again. One day I will be able to reach up into the sky and pull comets from the stars. You're that <laughs> meme. Today. You're that meme from Rick and Morty where it's like, what is my purpose? Yeah, you pass butter. <laughs> you you, pass the you butter. mage hand. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should I I should make that as a meme with Crassus's character art on the face of that robot. I should do that. <laughs> I will do that in Photoshop for fun. Um, Crassus, would you like to mage hand off one of the uh, wrapped items? That sounded weird. Um, um, would you I'll like to mage yes. hand? <laughs> uh, alrighty, Crassus, in that case then, um, could you please roll me one, two, three, four, five, six. Could you please roll me a D100? Oh. As you are the one pulling this open. 32. 32. Crassus, as you reach in, and lift up the section of cloth that is keeping this hidden. Um, inside, you can see that there is what looks to be a glass vial, carefully wrapped up and kept in a very tightly bound uh, section of cloth. And as you pull open um, the cloth and reveal this potion, you can see that an eyeball, this sort of almost like ghostly, partly see-through eyeball, bobs Ooh. in this yellowish green liquid tasty delicious gross do we know anything about an eye yeah is it looking at us does it, does it doesn't it, seem does to be looking at you it seems to sort of be uh looking around in this very like consistent circular pattern uh seeing that nothing went wrong picking up the item i think i think at this point niles will probably pick up one of the items as well Niles, could you please roll me a d100? Excellent. Uh, huh. Hey, 88. <laughs> I will I will reveal to chat right now. I am not giving them an eye of Vecna. It's not the eye of Vecna. It's not the eye of Vecna. I am happy to reveal. I'm sorry. I'm happy but to reveal. But this is the hand of Vecna. So yeah, but this is as you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, do you know what though? It's almost as fucking bad. Um, oh, what? <laughs> uh, uh, eighty-eight. What? Are you sure it's eighty-eight? Do you want to re-roll that for me? Ah, uh, uh, we're gonna do that. We're gonna try to re-roll. It's an eighty-eight, man. Give it a re-roll. <laughs> Just give it a re-roll. Are you um, sure? Okay, fine. No, no, no. I have to. I have to commit to this. Um, commit nice. to it. as you pull open the cloth, you reveal a small Hessian bag marked with what looks to be these swirling, almost like vine-like symbols around it. Um, I'm gonna, could you roll 3d4 oh, for me? Oh, I, I know what this is. Um, could you roll 3d4 for me, please? Yep, 3d4. 3d4. Oh man. We got <laughs> Five. Five. Um, as you open it up and look inside, there appear to be what look to be five small dry beans. Oh. oh, it's a bag of oh, Not again! Not again! <laughs> I was like, hold on. Oh, what a I'm convenient gonna, I'm gonna, number! 
I, like, I never, what? I never do random. I never do like the DMG guide random magic oh. item. Thing. I thought, do you know what? Hey, it's level three. I know oh. I normally am quite generous with magic <laughs> items. Why don't I go off the DMG random magic what item? What have you done? What, what have, have I done? brought? <laughs> this is what, what, what are these? Mummy Lord. Oh, Mummy Lord. Bag of beans. Bag of beans is how you TPK a party. Um, yeah. Accidentally. Or TPK a city if you want or to. Or TPK a city if you are not careful. Yeah. What are the beans? Or unlucky. Or get a wish spell. No, I don't um, think you get a wish spell from a bag nah. of beans. These aren't the same as the magic beans. These aren't my homebrew magic oh, okay. beans. This is the, the actual. Are... Oh, yeah, no, this isn't. Um, this isn't the beans that give us little abilities. No, oh, this beans is... that can do things like summon yeah. an ancient tree ant and stuff. Yeah. We, so there's Owen. I think Owen. We were we had yep. a bag of beans once, and we, we had completely a bag of beans. destroyed a three-leveled boat. Like that was also like a bar. We also accidentally learners. summoned a bullet one time uh, when we no, were we players. No, we did it all at once with a bag of beans. We, yeah, we, we did like bag. we did like three or four beans at yeah. once. Where we got the bullet. We got the, got, like, we got the tree ant, but he was enraged yep. instead of being like good. So he did yep. massive damage to structural yep. things. Oh, and we were in a boat that was a bar. Yeah, so terrible. that ruined it. And there was a few other things that popped up too. Yeah, it was, so you roll high. Up. If you roll high on a magic bean table, I think if you get like a ninety plus. There's a chance that you summon a, a pyramid with a mummy lord inside. Yep. There's also one yep. where you can permanently lower one of your ability scores or permanently increase one of your ability scores, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. You should, you should have led with that as well. After, sorry, no, 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 sorry. Yeah, you can, you can permanently increase them, um, but you have to make a constitution saving throw or take 10d6 force damage. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> so... And that won't kill Bag us. Of <laughs> Bag of beans. Bag of beans. It won't kill us. Not good. 10d6 would at this point, but yes. uh, no, yeah. knock us out. I don't think no, 10d6 gonna... could oh. permanently kill some of the players. Yeah, we'll have to do that at a later date then. Yeah. Um, there's High still level. one more item in the chest. I'm a bit scared. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've had a roll. Matt's had a roll. I guess All he right. does. Uh, you want to do it later? Or should yeah. I? You, uh, I was sort of kidding, standing out of this cave like a giant coward, so I think the last one goes to you by right. Harry, Harry digs his hand and he rummages through the chest. Harry, could you please roll me a D100? Roll high, my tiny bunny. 66. 66. Harry, as you reach in, it seems like this also is another potion wrapped up very carefully in the cloth. The potion is separated into many layers that resemble bands of stone, brown, silver, gray, sort of dark black slate. Um, And as you give the bottle a little experimental shake, the layers don't shift or move. They stay separated. Do you guys want to keep this one in the uh, bag you're holding or should I uh, put it in my backpack? So, I guess I can do a quick check on them. I'm someone who does, does a lot of stuff with herbalism and, po- and exactly. alchemy. So, yeah. Would you like to roll I me an alchemy? I have an check. idea. Please, Crassus. Yeah. And I'll make the DC Harry, easier. Easy. easier. He has no it's idea. Cool. It's not snake oil, so he doesn't know. It's not snake oil. <laughs> I only sell potions that don't work. 100% guarantee they don't work. 100% guarantee 0% functionality. 15 crasses. You actually are able to identify both of these potions. The layered potion is a potion of climbing. Um, 
someone who drinks this gains a climbing speed equal to their walking speed for one hour and they have advantage on athletics checks in terms of climbing. The other potion is a potion of clairvoyance. Anyone who drinks this gains the effect of the clairvoyance spell. Oh, that's, that's cool. Cool. I think we can probably just put them in the bag holding for now and use them when we need them. I'll put these yep. in chat so that you've got Yeah, them let me know what they are and I'll put them in the bag of holding now. Yep, so potion of climbing and potion of clairvoyance. clairvoyance. There you go. And then the bag Being of beans. To the chat. <laughs> I fucking hate bag, the bag of beans. The bag of beans. We may as well put them all in the bag of holding. None of these are going to be used like in the spur of the moment. I think we're going to be thinking, we're going to have like a plan for each one of these things. Last minute panic, throw a bean at the uh, holy one and see what happens. Oh my God. Well, well the beans actually need to be planted first. They before need they to be planted. Yeah. yeah. So we all, yeah, all these have a stage of planning involved. Yeah. So perfect. We'll just, I'll just chuck them in the bag. It's like a it party is. wide magic items. You, you, you should try kicking the other one. It was really impressive. I'd say mine, your, your kick was like infinite times stronger than mine. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, I surprised myself. Did you see how many splinters it splintered into? Yeah, it did. Oh. I mean, in comparison, uh, one looked like a wet noodle and the other one, well, was, you know, quite an astounding force. Is it about strength? It's about skill and precision. You need to know where to strike. I mean... Harry's was precision as well. It's just unfortunate that it hits with the power of a wet noodle. I'm going to kick the other chests. Okay. Would you like to make an attack, please? Yeah. 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 19. Would you like to roll me some damage? Seven. Uh, <gasps> Niall, seven is enough. As you smash into oh. one of the other chests and crack it, there's this sudden glow of red light Ooh. that comes from within the chest, and then this sound of And Uh-oh. then as the chest <laughs> cracks open, you watch as this fine black ash begins spilling out of the chest. Oh, I can cover my mouth, and I take a couple of steps back, and I'm like, oh, that wasn't good. Uh-oh. Uh, do we leave the room, maybe? I think we should leave the room. <laughs> I, just, just, I just immediately start backing out. Um, as I'm backing out, because I don't know how long that is going to stay there for. It might just stay there permanently, I'm not sure. I'm going to quickly try and just grab an item from the chest of a mage hand, just in case we can't go back in there. If there is anything in there to begin with. As you reach in with the mage hand, it comes out holding a fistful of black ash that tumbles through the fingers of the mage hand. It looks like um, whatever was in that chest. Because we kicked it. There. Oh, it exploded. Aww. It was rigged. Uh, well, I was worried that it was someone's ashes and you just broke open the urn. Ah. Well, I mean, we got some cool things, but um, yeah. Sucks for whoever owns that chest, I guess. <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, like, I'm sure they didn't, they didn't want it. I mean, there's only bid people in here anyway, right? Yeah. It's not like it belongs yeah. to any of the villages or anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm. Oh. I hope not. Oh, well. Uh, <sighs> yes, no hey, problem. Look at no, no, point, no point dwelling on it. Let's just... <clears throat> let's leave that behind us and move I forward, I guess. Yep. Sounds good. Put this over the chest so that you can see it's been destroyed. 
We can always come back and have a look at the other chest that's sealed in case we find anything that could open it. Um, and dream about what was in that chest. Dave, what did you get? Um, for what? Oh, from the chest. I'm just trying to figure out what oh, the box. It was so either the clairvoyance or the climbing. Oh, cool, cool, cool. So just those three. Yeah. Just out of interest, because it's quite fun for me. Do you want to quickly roll a d8 to see how many items were in that chest? Oh no, no, no. Should I roll yeah. for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, damn roll. I'd rather just not know what it's was a, in there. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I it's, 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 it's fine. Cool. It's fun. Cool. <laughs> Dave actually took his headphones off. Wow. <laughs> that doesn't help though. It's a very visual thing, the two that pops up in the bottom. Uh, I didn't I didn't see anything or hear it. Oh no, I see it. Sorry about that. That's a a real shame. No other secret passages in that room, right? Uh, No, not with with two characters who rolled on that twenty for perception and investigation checks. I would have revealed it. Nothing, nothing else in that room. Um, The the only other thing of note um, is the um, what looks to be almost like an old throne, uh, almost like an old pedestal of some sorts, uh, decked out with the sort of red plush material. Um, and at its feet is a broken open section of metal plating. Probably was once part of the seat itself, but has been snapped off. Uh, looks like part of the roof caved in at some point and collapsed onto this. But I, with your perception investigation check, nothing interesting going on. Uh, just as a, some set dressing for you. Cool. We're going to take right. this north path or that north path? I'd say we keep going. Yep. Just be careful of that big old hole in the middle of the room. Don't want anyone tumbling well, in. What is it as Harry falls in? <laughs> uh, Harry, as you as you begin dropping, no, no. the music changes. There's this sort of flute that starts rising <laughs> in intensity and crescendos, uh, and then this red light. That, yeah, <laughs> and then below you in the dark, you see these tiny little pinpricks of blue light suddenly appearing before you smash into the dark floor and pancake, and a game over screen appears right in front of you. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Yeah, what would you guys like to do? Yeah, well, I guess we'll head north. Eh? Perfect. As you guys begin moving through the tunnel to the north on the other side of this large open pit, the tunnel itself seems to have been rather hastily carved. This section almost seeming like it has been done much more roughly and um, with a lot less care than part of the other tunnel and excavation. And as you move forward down the narrow corridor, you soon find yourselves at what looks to be a small T intersection, a pathway leading towards the west and a pathway leading towards the east. The pathway to the west seems to be partly lit. In fact, you can see a torch burning in a sconce on a wall, but the pathway to the east is in partial darkness. Um, well, like, uh, west is probably back to the uh, main room, right? Okay. Oh, that, that storage room. But I'm just thinking, are they nice enough to leave the prisoners with light or would they leave them in the darkness to sort of freak them out? Well, like, and if they've read the Geneva Convention. It's hard to say, but what I can do, I can send my familiar 100 feet at least and get a bit more of a reconnaissance. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. 
you can agree that here. Saves so, us getting in the firing line, so to speak. Yes. So I sort of almost like sit down, legs crossed, close my eyes as I use my action to look through my my familiar. So now I guess I'll send him Yeah, up. Up into this area, so then I'll probably just go here oh, for just now. So that you know, Crassus and uh, Nas and Lyra, Harry's already moved right up to the edge of this T intersection. Oh. That's alright. Oh, okay, then I can do it. I can do it from yeah, here. You said we reached yeah. the intersection, so yeah. I assume you were there. I can do it from here, and then what I'll yeah. do is I'll move Sober this way and get a bit more of a look. Sober begins heading towards the east. The pathway actually begins curving back towards the north, uh, much wider for this curve before narrowing again. As Sova gets to the edge of that curve and begins looking to the north, um, do you want me to give Sova some vision? I just realized Sova might not have vision. Yeah, that'd be great. Vision. Yeah. Uh, what's Sova's vision? Uh, it'll be a dark vision of some sorts. I'm guessing... Um, have a look. Be 30 feet, I imagine, for an owl. Uh, dark vision, 120 feet. What? <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense, actually. It does, yeah, I know. There you go. Perfect. As okay, Sova begins heading towards the corridor to the north, through Sova's eyes, you can see the river bending back around and far towards the north from where you are, a small area lit by uh, what look to be uh, small bonfires on the edge of the river. Sova flies up and gets around the corner, you can see that there is a wooden bridge that has been constructed fording across this river uh, and leading to another narrow pathway that moves beyond. As Sova gets to this point, emerging from inside the corridor, you see uh, a figure from across the bridge moving up towards the wall sconce on the other side, looking towards the bridge, almost absentmindedly flicking through a leather-bound tome as they begin looking through it. Uh, before sort of stopping there and examining the book quite closely. They then so I will them. say as well, yep. just real quick, obviously server's not going to be sitting sitting there like Out in the, the middle. Yeah. It's, it'll be sitting, be almost at the top of the cavern where, where it sort of can, you know, sort of blend in a little bit more with the darkness. Yeah, the, as the figure yeah. gets to the, the edge of the pathway leading towards the bridge, they sort of pause for a moment, look up towards the ceiling as if trying to remember something before they mutter under their breath bit turn and begin walking back down along the corridor away from the bridge i might leave sova there for now put her like over put her over here so <clears throat> i found out where the found the river again there's a bridge and i did see on the other side of said bridge a mage maybe but probably with the bandits ah uh, that's rather annoying where there are bandits, there's pro they're probably guarding something. I mean, if it was a, you know, relatively useless storage alongside the fast way to get there, that's probably full of traps. Um, I mean, that's probably where we're aiming, yeah? Yeah. If we've met some resistance, it means perhaps Lyra's right. Well, yeah, I probably agree. Perfect. But we should be stealthy. And safe. Ah. Just on my head. <laughs> I'm gonna walk right. through. Yep. I'm gonna get sort of like just around this corner, Owen. So I'm just tucked out of sight. And yet again, I can send Sover into Scout. Yep. 
Cool. So As Sova begins flying through the narrow corridor, the roof drops quite rapidly. This large open cavern here giving way to a much narrower, smaller corridor. The roof only oh. about eight feet tall. Quite uh, quite a low-roofed area for the inside of this corridor. And as Sova begins sort of moving through, you can see that mage from before, the figure with the book, dressed in very similar robes uh, to Melania, walking very slowly back along the corridor, occasionally sort of stopping, taking a moment, pulling open the book, checking something, and then continually walking towards. Beyond, you can see a much larger room, another mage, this one a fire ganassi, um, focused, their hood back, flaming hair, rippling quietly and softly with this dark red ember flame, um, staring at something in the middle of the room. Uh, it looks like there are a series of torches illuminating this room beyond, but what they're looking at, it's hard to see from that angle. The other thing Sova can see is the pathway actually does split off this main avenue downway, uh, actually towards the northwest. There is a corridor that splits off from it, and with Sova's keen hearing, you can hear the sound of a voice echoing from the corridor above. Um, as we are approaching this larger cavern, is the roof still quite low at this point, or is it only in the like the path that we're in? The pathway beyond. So, so where you guys are now, the roof is still quite high. It gets much narrower as you cross the bridge and begin heading further towards the north. Oh, okay, cool. So the, the bigger, like the area that we're about to walk into, is like got a. Yep. Exactly. Bugger. Okay. Hmm. Um, all right. So what I'll do is I'll pop out a server, um, and then I'll do a minor illusion of the the room and the bandits, so everyone can have a look at it from a picture sense. Huh. Don't think there's any. I don't think there's a. Yeah. What of our What of our options? What are we going to do? We can we can try and take them out quietly. Um, it didn't really work last time, um, and there's less of us now. So, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> the only, I guess we've, it's sort of going to be one of two probable options. I mean, the first one is is that you know whatever they seem to be looking at, they're either focusing on someone being sacrificed or their vessel being cracked open. Yeah. Or it's the Holy One doing some sort of holy thing, but one of them we need to stop as soon as we can, and the other one we don't want to get anywhere near. Um, yes. I was hoping I could fly out of sight, but it looks like this cave might be a little hard for that. Um, hmm. Should we just observe and see if they sort of separate a little bit more, or...? Try and take one out quietly. Uh, might be a little hard. Um, how, how strong is the current of the river? It looks to be quite strong, despite the very clear water. You can see the bottom is very far away. The river here actually grows quite deep, and there are jagged stones jutting up from both the floor and the roof of the cave. Stalagmites and stalactites. Um, does okay. So it looks like a. Looks like a body could float down this river. Uh, <laughs> yes, it does. And you Throw guys are down the river from where you were before. Cool. Maybe, so, like, maybe, maybe I could like make a distraction, and if one of you want to push up into the water, 
The fight against you probably wouldn't like that, eh? I wonder what would happen if I put the bag of holding over someone's head. <laughs> They'd suffocate, wouldn't they? Yeah. Like, they eventually suffocate, yeah. Yep. Hmm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the bad guy. <laughs> not wanting to keep pulling out the mage hand sort of thing, but would that fire genasi be close enough to the edge that you could just kind of like tie his shoelaces together on huh? I don't think um, I don't think you can push people with mage hand. Uh Hmm. Well, other than that, maybe one of us could just run up there really quickly and just nudge him into the water. Real quick, like. I mean, like, like, like I, I could stealth him, and um, I could stealth up, and, like, if you use Mi-chan or something to put, like... So, um, the fire Ganassi is back towards the towards us or front towards us? Uh, from what Sova is showing you, it looks like both of the fire mages are looking into the room. Their backs to the corridor. Hmm. Hmm. Um, you know what I could do? I I heard Melania's voice before. I could do a minor illusion, um, of a of her muttering a sentence, asking them to come to this very bridge. Then we can push them off. Because it says here I can create a sound. Its volume can range from a whisper to a scream. It can be your voice, someone else's voice. No. Yeah. So I can literally, because I I heard uh, Melania quite a bit. I can mimic it with like it, it can actually just sort of be someone else's voice, the minor illusion. So I don't know if I need to mimic it or anything like that. But I think I can just be like, get in here now or something along those lines. Something that's pretty quick. Um, and in Melania's sort of range and voice, and hopefully they'll come running, and then you guys get ready to push him in. Yeah, I mean, I could stand out the front as a distraction, just mime as you do the voicing. Well, either way, sure. as long as we get them sorted to the bridge, it's all that really matters. Yeah, but um, none of us are particularly strong to like shove them either, yeah. like. We could get thrown off the bridge. Uh -huh. Depends on how you push them. If you, use your, if you use your skills of acrobatics, you may be able to sort of do, do a movement that uses can, more their own momentum sort of I thing instead of you having to just push them with your strength. Yeah, okay. Oh, I didn't realize you were a master of the uh, martial arts there as well, Crassus. Ah. Yeah, I, I do have a plus three in decks, actually. <laughs> Tell you what. It was do, you right, wanna, do you guys want to have a little bit of a think about your plan? I'm just thinking this could be a good place to wrap up for tonight. We're almost exactly at two hours. Mm -hmm. While we're while we're also down, Clara Michael, it'll Potentially, this could potentially be a good place for me to bring in our um, new cast oh, member next week okay. as well. And we also have a, I didn't mention this before, but we have a um, chat summoned NPC. Uh, Bryn Brassax has summoned Balthazar, hey. an NPC that some of you are familiar with, a, uh, a very helpful old wizard who was summoned in during the uh, Tyranny of Dragons campaign who has been re-summoned. I've been looking out for a good place to bring him in tonight that makes sense. We haven't had it yet, but... 
if I bring him in next session with the guest character, with with the character, this could work quite well. So I'm thinking maybe this yeah. is a good place to wrap up for tonight, and that way I can bring the NPC and the new PC in at the exact same time. Yeah. In a way that makes sense. So I might do that. So I think what we'll do while you guys are still also and that gives you a week of out of game time to plan <laughs> what you're gonna do um perfect okay i think that makes a lot of sense i think this works out really really well because i i really want to make sure we can get balthazar in beautifully yeah. um so this will i think this is the easiest way to get balthazar in the npc and also get our new player character in i think this makes the most sense okay thank you so much for joining us everybody in a slightly shorter session tonight not by that much actually we're still we just hit two hours then so not that much shorter um but we will be back again next wednesday with more return of the giants and we will have our new player character and our chat summoned npc remember if you're watching us live on twitch you can earn channel points which you can then spend to create all sorts of fun things there's a new option that is going to be added to the uh chat point allocation and that is a uh what I'm not I'm not calling it a wild magic surge, but I'm calling it a magical mishap, where you can spend channel points to have the magic uh, not backfire, but go a bit odd. Oh. <laughs> and I've got a table for that now as well. So I'll uh, I'll finish getting that all balanced. I just want to make sure it's not too disruptive, and I need to figure out exactly how much I'm going to charge for it in the channel points. But that will be coming uh, not too far in the future as well. So if you're Joining us live, there's some bonuses and some benefits, not just advantage and disadvantage, but monsters, NPCs, and now magical mishaps. Um, well, look, thank you so much for joining us, everybody. It's been lovely having you all here. We will see you all again really, really soon. Remember, Curse of Strata Monday nights live, Tyranny of, not Tyranny of Dragons, Avatar Head Legends, Embers of War on Tuesday nights live, and uh, Return of the Giants on Wednesday night. And each episode will be dropping on the podcast platforms and YouTube channels on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So Monday for Return of the Giants, Wednesday for uh, Curse of Strahd, and Fridays for Avatar Legends. So I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. Stay safe, stay well, and we will see you all again really, really soon. But until then, farewell, everybody. Goodbye! Bye! Goodbye!